welcome to Project Rusty, the show where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I'm Robert, and I'm joined here by Austin. Howdy. Mike. Hello. And our guest this week, Brennan. Yo. And you know what it is we do here every week. We come together and we talk about the weird, wacky shenanigans that happens in the games industry. And I want to toss the ball at Brennan first. What have you got for us? You guys want to beat a dead horse? I always do. Yep. Yep. Let's do it. So... You guys are aware of Anthem, right? No, I've never heard of that before, actually. <laughs> yeah, let's spend the next 30 minutes talking about what Anthem is. Literally <laughs> forgot about it. Oh, no. Um, I'm not even going to. I'm not going to. Because their last, even like their last kind of DLC thing that came out, that Cataclysm, whatever that was, mm-hmm. that was less than stellar. Um, and so apparently they had this whole roadmap doing three different acts each having like three different updates, but they had a blog post today saying, we're not doing that anymore. We're just going to do some quote seasonal updates. And that's, they they, they had this whole roadmap and they've officially ditched it. They, they, it went up in complete flames. It's so, it's so juicy. (laughs) I, I love this story on so many levels. Because the more you dig into it, the more caveats there are of just how how deep in the hole this all is. Like, sure, Cataclysm came out in August. Supposed to come out in like June or something. That didn't I think happen. it was supposed to come out in May. Even. It might have been. Yeah, they were talking about it like back in May or something like that. Yeah, and, and then they just <laughs> didn't say anything for a while. And then they released Cataclysm, which would have been great if it fixed a lot of the problems, but it didn't. No, it didn't seem like it did at all. I'm really glad that I don't know exactly how bad it is, having not played it, Mm. but it seemed less than stellar, uh, as most people would say, like. I feel like a lot of people that were on board at that point that were still on board were kind of like holding out, waiting for that redeemable patch, that that update, you know, that live service thing that people always talk about nowadays. And it's pretty much it's there, but it's like with a skeleton crew, you know, and they've made it very clear at this point that they're just completely moving away from the roadmap, which means not too many people are working on that anymore. See, I'm at the point where I don't even care about Dragon Age 4 at this point. Which is I don't so even know sad. If it's gonna come out. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is really sad. <laughs> under normal circumstances, I would be, but, I mean, it's far from normal. Yeah, because I, I really do hope Dragon Age 4 kind of puts Bioware back in the good graces of the world, but based on what EA has been kind of pushing them to do from what I've heard... Not too excited. Uh, There's just a good chance that it's not even coming out. Yeah. See, my oh. favorite thing about this this Anthem update here is that uh, Chad Robertson, head of the uh, live services of Bioware, mm-hmm. he, he wrote, and I love this because of how it's emphasized, he wrote, we were humbly excited by the increase in player engagement we've seen with the Cataclysm. And then in big, bold letters, the team and I appreciate the response and support. Unbold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is what keeps us motivated to continue to improve Anthem. 
poor guy. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't want to put words or feelings in his mouth, but I have this feeling that that was very like through clenched teeth. They're very like, thanks for all of your support, guys. Yeah, you know? he held a gun to his head. Yeah. Read <laughs> this fucking script, or we're gonna shoot you. <laughs> Man, I just like this is just so tough to watch. And it's just a shame that it's from such a storied development studio, you know? It's, like, it's BioWare. It's yeah. It's I don't really oh, get man. excited hearing that anymore. I'm just like, oh, Bioware. Yeah, they used to be one of those developers you were, you know, and you know, motivated to hear about, you know? Like mm-hmm. they could almost do no wrong. At, at yeah. the time, you know, they they had like Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2 along with Dragon Age at the same time. First Dragon Age is all they have to really do is just go back to the first Dragon Age, like that kind of style of gameplay and make that a little bit more modern because it's a little clunky, but they had a lot going at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now it's we just, get this, this sad. It's just nothing. Now it's just nothing. Yeah. It's just in, in, in these death throes. And it's kind of like it's sad to watch, but also morbidly funny. I don't oh, know. Yeah. A little bit. I don't know. Well, you know, it's fun to beat that dead horse, isn't it? Yeah, I just, I feel like Anthem is just in this place where it needs a humongous update, like one of those, like a two, like mana, um, what's it, No Man's Sky 2.0 level. Final Fantasy. Yeah, 14. Anthem, a realm reborn, basically, is what they need. (laughs) (laughs) Whether we'll get that, I'd like to see it, but we'll see. I don't know. It might be a little too late at this point. I mean, how long was uh, Final Fantasy fourteen around before it got reborn? Yeah, but it's Final Fantasy. Well, yeah, and this is Bioware. That is true. Like I said, ugh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, hey, hey. Mike, so, what have you brought to the table this week? Okay, so both Marshmallow and Corn have performed concerts and games so far, right? Oh my god, I didn't even know about Marshmallow. <laughs> another band is playing in in-game concert in another game. Can we guess the band? Yes, you can guess the band. Dragon Force. No. Slipknot. No, I wish. <laughs> Death Grips? No. Dragon Force. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us a hint? They're from the 90s. They're kind of a punk rock band. The Offspring? Uh, yes. No oh, way. Wow. Yes, okay. the, off, the Offspring <laughs> will be performing in World of Tanks. Uh-oh, uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> they come again? In World of, World of Tanks. <laughs> uh, why? Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> There's no why they just are. <laughs> they just are. <laughs> hey, I've never played World of Tanks before, but from what I've heard and seen, it seems very like a simulation. Like you're in a real tank, it moves like a real tank, and it shoots mortars and whatever like a real tank, right? Uh, they don't shoot mortars. Come on, Robert. I don't look. I don't know guns. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing, right? If I'm playing World of Tanks and all of a sudden I hear, yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking all I want by the offspring starts playing, you bet your ass I'm going to think this is crazy taxi now. 
crazy tanksy. <laughs> it's amazing. It's awesome. I love the picture of it. It's just them riding a tank playing for instruments. <laughs> God, now I just want a crazy taxi mod where instead of a cab, you play a tank. They so damn, they made that. Totally made that. Are they going to like render these dudes in the game or are they going to be singing tanks? What's going on? Um, they all they said on their Twitter was that they're performing in World of Tanks. Ah, this is the future, guys. It's the future of concerts. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just it's extra weird because Offspring has done a soundtrack for a game. Well, not quite. One of their albums was basically the soundtrack for a game. (laughs) It's just that's weird. (laughs) I will not be tuning in. But it's but. all I want. I was about to say, dude, it's offspring. I'll probably get World of Tanks just to see this. It's exactly what they want you to do. You're playing into their hand, Mike. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm the fool. I'm the fool. That's just yeah. yeah, I just like does this at least coincide with like is offspring still making new music? Are they promoting a new album about tanks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't remember when their last album was. To be honest, was it Rise and Fall or Grace and something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last one I know. That's the last one. That that was like '08. So I haven't really been following them since then. I don't even know if if they've been making new music since. I only listen to old school Offspring. So yeah, I mean, like that's all I want. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, man, that's weird. All right, I I kind of want to talk about I want to talk about E3, y'all. Have you have you seen the plans for E3 2020? Not I kind of glossed over it, dude. I hate it. It's so not good. As you know, just they their their plan for E3 is to rebrand as quote a fan media and influencer festival. Oh, that's so so basically it's EA Play. Which is not good. Yeah, but worse than that, maybe. I I mean, EA Play is a little cringy, yeah. But their their whole plan here is... uh, So they had 15,000 people, like, open to the public. 15,000 people went to E3 this year. Wait, 15,000 only? What do you mean only? No, (laughs) usually it's like like 50. Did you say 50 or 15? 15. Usually it's a way more. Well, no, I no, thought. no, not not with E3. E3 is like weirdly. Ex- it's like kind of it was really exclusive and then they opened it to the public, but like limited numbers. Right. This year was around 15K. Yeah, 15 okay, sounds okay. about right to me. They added they're going to add 10,000 more badges for 2020, bringing it up to 25,000 people. Mm. Who, are, who are all going to spend $1,000 for those three day passes, which is insane. Yeah, Ooh, not cool. me. That's a whole other thing. So 25,000 people plus the media are going to be there. And granted, this is a conference that normally has been media and developers only. And, and then they decided, hey, PAX is getting popular. Let's just be PAX. 
So that's kind of where their focus is going now. The fan, media, and influencer festival, right? And the thing that really, really bothers me here is this thing that they're doing that I, I don't know how you'd pronounce it. Q-entertainment? Q-entertainment? It's basically entertainment that is geared toward the fact that they know you're going to be sitting in line all day. So they're going to oh. market to you while you're in line. Like they're basically creating displays specifically for the fact that we know you're going to be sitting here for two hours because you're waiting to play Final Fantasy 7 2 or whatever. <laughs> so we're just going to make you watch this so you get it in your brain that you want to buy XYZ. See, that's not a terrible idea. I don't have to worry about it because I'm media. Well, that's the thing, though. You probably might. Oh, no. That's 10,000 more people. In yeah. the convention center. It's too many people. Yeah, but you know how it went. Like, you know, you go into special rooms where press can only go and stuff like that. That was it for most of E3, for me at least. Yeah, I just, I mean, just walking around was a real pain in the ass there. Not as bad as PAX, but still definitely oh, a pain. A literal pain in the ass. Yeah, but they, they're even considering, I think, making Tuesday like a media-only day. And I'm just thinking like... E3 is at an identity crisis right now. Mm. Because, I mean, they want to be PAX. They still want to be E3. You can't really do both. And I'm just salty about this. They leaked everyone's emails. That fucking sucks. Like, that's stupid. Did they really? Wait, when did that happen? Yeah, Yeah. find out where I live. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a couple weeks ago, but basically, yeah, the (laughs) thing called the Electronic Software Association or whatever the fuck, the ESA, they leaked data, like sensitive data. It's really cool. Oh, nice. See, like for me, you can find my address online if you want to. You can find my phone number. But yeah, I know you do, Mike. Come on over. Uh, (laughs) But like for people who are like Yahtzee Croshaw, you know, those type of people. Now they had their phone leaked and their address and all that. Bunch of influencers. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's just not cool. Yeah, this is... This just reeks of, like... I don't know, man. I just... I kind of don't like it much. It, It just seems very much like they're targeting the public and only the public. Which I get. I just, as media, kind of hate it. <laughs> I can't really blame you. That almost sounds like it's d- literally doubling the amount of people there. And like, I don't know. I can't even. I'm just imagining like going to like a going into the city and doubling the amount of people there. Immediately, I'd be uncomfortable. You know, like and that's I just. Line, yeah, and I heard the lines were bad enough this year. Super, super awful. Just not great. I mean, they're going to do a thing, allegedly, where they're going to have an, an app where you can say, like, hey, I want to play this game at this time. So you don't have to wait in line as long or something. Yeah, right. But yeah, oh, that, that just sense. sounds very messy very quickly with a ton of loopholes. Rip. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think the only saving grace here is a whole industry only day thing, which I think that's a good idea. That's very much Gamescom-y, which is great. But I don't know. We'll see, especially because next E3 is probably going to be where we're going to see the uh, Xbox One, Two and the PlayStation Five. <laughs> so it's going to be a wild E3. Hell yeah. 
Sam. Or not. What? Or not. Matt, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, hey, Austin, what have you brought to the table? Who likes crab fishing? Do you like crab fishing? Anybody? I do. I love me some crabs. All right. Well, mm-hmm. now you can go on Kickstarter and back Deadliest Catch the Game coming out sometime <laughs> soon. You know, I, I, I've always wanted to be. OK, I, I should not make fun of those people. They work very hard and some of them do die. Yeah. But it, it, I, it's I, called I've Deadliest ne- Catch for a reason, Austin. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've never wanted to do that. I mean, it might be entertaining to watch, but I sure as hell don't want to relive it. But now, apparently, there's a game coming out called Deadliest Catch the Game. See, what's wild to me is this isn't the first Deadliest Catch game either. But this is the first one that's called Deadliest Catch colon The Game. Yeah, they had one on, like, the PlayStation 2 or Xbox or something, didn't they? Yeah. Um, what surprises me is that, Dis- you know, Discovery's backing it. Yet it needs a Kickstarter. Hmm? Yeah. Uh, it's only 11,000, so it's probably just a marketing thing. Uh, for, for sure. My question, though, is like, I haven't looked at Discovery Channel in years. Is Deadliest Catch still a thing? I don't know. I mean, people definitely remember it. They know what it's all about. Yeah. Um, Am I the only one completely in the dark? I don't know what is this. What you is don't know Deadly's what Deadly's Catch is? No. <laughs> you know, it's a weekly show. Bunch of fisher boys catch uh, crabs. crabs. Mainly crabs. That's it. Yeah, but like crab farming is just historically has been very uh, dangerous. Right. Very so, rough seas. Yeah. So deadly catch. So basically you're just seeing a bunch of guys catch crabs in these horrible conditions. where they People have died on the show before. Yeah. People, yeah. People oh. It's kind of it's morbid. Crazy. I mean, they're they're like professional people. It's not just like random people going out there to catch some crabs. But yeah. Oh my god, that's even. I feel like the professionals are out there dying. That's crazy. Yeah. It, not often, it, but it happens. It lives yeah. up to the name in every way. But I don't okay. know about you. <laughs> All right, you know. Sad things aside, I'm really excited about sexing crabs. What? Yeah, you can you, you can sort through your crabs. Pick the ones you want. You could sex them to, you know, see if they're male or female. Um, That's what you meant, of course. Oh, of course. I, 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 I had a, I had to catch your attention somehow. I thought he was talking inserting his penis into a crab. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was talking about. Oh, I was like, dude, whoa, do what you want to do, but that was probably my favorite feature. You know, I just want to sort through all the hundreds of crab I catch. Uh. Well, so, so what do you what do you like? Do you choose the crab you want to keep? Basically, is that what you're saying? No, you, you don't keep them. You sell the crabs. Well, I thought Oof. you couldn't get rid of crabs. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, wise guy, look here. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. You know, doing my research, it looks like Discovery is trying to make some more games. Uh, Naked and Afraid. That's a game coming out. Ooh. Wait, like that? <laughs> is that that reality TV show where people survive in the wild, but also they're naked? Yeah. That was Discovery Channel? Yep. I thought it was history for some reason. Yeah, same. 
Nah. <laughs> pretty sure it's just, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's discovery. Uh, here, here's the wilder question. Yeah, it is. Uh, Mythbusters video game. That is a thing as well. Yeah, that's is, a thing. Wait, like it's out? It's Dude, I, I'm serious. Like I'm on the Deadliest Catch Steam page and I've been suggested um, the Naked and Afraid game. And apparently there's a Mythbusters game coming soon. Oh, <laughs> with, with Adam Savage. I don't know about that. Let me see. Robert's like, well, they're going to get my money. Although I do oh. want to make the joke that if you want to play Naked and Afraid, just play Rust. <laughs> right? I was going to yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to be even more naked than what they have. Or just wait for Death Stranding. That too. Um, yeah, I'm so I don't use his penis. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't he'll punch you. <laughs> so it doesn't look like Adams in it, but you can blow shit up. Yeah, I'll take that. I guess. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of not surprised. I mean, y'all know, like historically, how Adam and Jamie like never necessarily got along off mm-hmm. camera. Yeah, I imagine getting them together for a video game wouldn't be the easiest pitch. No. I never thought, yeah, Mythbusters should be a video game. I never thought Deadliest Catch should be a video game, but this is like the third one. I so. think Deadliest Catch can apply to it. Like, people like fishing games. So, crab fishing isn't too much of a stretch. I guess. Yeah. And I at least it's more exciting. Well, I don't know. Mythbusters is pretty exciting, but, you know, you can't die in Mythbusters. Or oh, I'll find a way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, you know, get rid of the protective screens. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. All right, I think that about does it for this week's episode of Project Rusty. Um, Austin, you have anything you want to leave the folks with? I'm tired. I don't want to talk anymore. Can you keep going? I'm no? dead. Okay, uh, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, uh, catch off spring on World of Tanks starting September 18th. That's all I want. <laughs> uh, Brennan? Uh, stay in drugs, don't do school. <laughs> what? Same. <laughs> Same. That's the formula for happiness. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't got much else. Uh, you know, the whole Terrace House thing's always going on. If you want to check that out, today I'm at a ter- uh, Terrace House podcast. It's pretty good stuff. Right. I've never heard of that before. You should. You should, though. It's pretty. It's a pretty good show. All right, I'll look into it. I, I doubt you will. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, that, that brings us to a close here at Project Rusty. So you can tune in next week for another episode. And until then, see ya. Peace. Later.